When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the CHGO Blackhawks podcast presented by PointsBet. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. But with that $50 or more first-time deposited points bet, you're also going to receive that free CHGO membership, a free CHGO t-shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker, access to our Discord and all of our great web content. And on Mailbag Monday, that's when that Discord access comes in very handy because you get priority, sir or ma'am or friend, on Mailbag Monday, trademark pending. It has been submitted. No. Uh, no one can use Mailbag Monday. We created that as a team a couple it's not months pending. ago. It's, it's, it's gone through. Yeah, so, yeah, ours. you can't. Uh, no one can say Mailbag Monday I'm except sure, us. I'm sure another local network will start using that soon. Every time someone says <laughs> like Mailbag <everything> Monday, <laughs> wow. quarter goes into the jar. Getting a Mailbag Monday jar going. All right, should we get this? Before we get to our mailbags, we, we, we have a question for everyone in the audience. This morning, uh, we are discussing odd memorabilia finds. Uh, Kevin, our content manager, found a Bobby and uh, Brett Hull plate, collector's yeah. plate. Nice little dinner plate. Very strange. Eat off the faces uh, of the hulls. Bobby's toupee in full effect on the plate. Brett's mullet. Uh, and then it led to our general manager, Jake, sharing some memorabilia <laughs> of he who shall not be named. There is a jersey with the last name on it. There's a puck with a signature, Signed and there's puck. a stick with a signature. Signed stick. And I contend that Jake has to put $3 in the jar. Which you still owe. I owe three. three. I know. I don't have any cash on shall not be named. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, he totally does. But yeah, so submitting he didn't, he a photo. He didn't say his name, but he didn't <laughs> have to. He's invoking the bad juju. <laughs> By just putting his to, name, we had to out read there. the name. And by the way, that autograph stick and puck, since it's got heel should not be named's autograph on it, they have no movement clauses as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they're about two million dollars too expensive. Yeah, uh, yeah. So they're I think Jake forever. needs to pay. He, yes. Yeah. He's like, I just shared the photos. No, no, no. And he knows yeah. better, so yeah, I think you know he better. should pay double <laughs> because he made us think of the name. Yeah. Yep. And that's a, that is a true crime that's against implanting humanity. the uh, the name in our brains. <laughs> All right, so there's a movie about Jay, that. Put a little eye on you in there for Jake too, Lawrence, uh, for later today. I will bring my three dollars cash tomorrow. I'm sorry, three dollars. I forgot. And we're really racking up the dough here. I know. Yes, I know. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a worthwhile thing at the end of the year. What are we gonna do? Like uh, donate it all? We had a couple ideas with it. Yeah, we got some ideas. We'll make it kind of fun where uh, our listeners can 
send donations to the tip jar. We'll give it to something real something nice. Worth something worth saying. Do a twenty four hour telethon. There you go. <laughs> Next draft. Call it. Yeah, I don't want to produce go. that. I'm sorry. Maybe I'll uh, do an hour. McBaconator tells Jake he's got to pay up. So there yeah. you go. McBaconator is spoken. If, if McBacon, how did you read that as McBaconator? Like I'm fat. You're correct. <laughs> I just I'm shocked. Yeah, I can see things that way. McBaconator. Yeah. If they say it, it's you got to do it. Right. Pay up. Chuckle Mucko says three dollar Duncan gift card in the jar. Now nah, we want money. Yeah, we want money. We need cash. Jake's got to give money. Sorry. He can afford it. Yeah, he's got the <laughs> dough. All right, let's get to it. Should we yeah. start Mailbag Monday? We got a ton of questions. Thank you, everybody, uh, for getting to us uh, so quickly yesterday. And as I said in the uh, preliminary show read, Discord users get uh, first dibs on Mailbag Monday. So let's start at Lawrence. Where are we going first? Sung Hyung, who has a question for us every week, says, if you guys had the chance to pick any current retired Blackhawks player to replace Eddie Olchek to be the next color commentator, who would it be? Hmm. It's a good question. Tired. Um, Any current retired? So this is this is people who are still with us. I would imagine I have to be alive. Yes. yes. All right. Yeah, I think so. I didn't know if this was just like a dream scenario. Anybody, uh, but yeah, any so current that, retired that player. That, so we can't have hologram Harry Carey. No hologram <laughs> Harry God. Carey. No. No hologram no. Stan Makita in the booth. No, because I I was gonna say maybe Tony Esposito would be good, but. Uh, if it's if it's people who are still with us, retired Blackhawks, that's a thinker. I I've mean, got I, one. I I I've got I would one say too. the one, maybe one that I would think would realistically do it is actually realistically in the plans. It's Patrick Sharp. Yeah. Um. All right. You go. You go first, Jay. You invoked the name last week. This is not a name we have brought up in this role yet. Christopher Stieg. That's the guy mm-hmm. I want. Steger. Mm-hmm. I, would, I think he would be great. He has shown some chops, some broadcasting chops before. I think with a little bit of training, uh, he could absolutely get really good at the job. The question is, how analytical is he in terms of like being able to break down film? But guess what? Like, if you, you don't have to replace Eddie O with the next Eddie O. Right. All you've got to do is put the person in there that's going to be the best at the job. Like Dale Talon was that one to really break down film. Now, he did Zapruder film, the guy getting hit in the balls with the puck, and uh, called it the the, the, the weedy. (laughs) But that's about as deep as Dale got into video analysis, and he was beloved. It's it's not necessary to have you, here, get my markers out and all that stuff. I don't need that. It's it's a nice perk. Yeah, it gets a little much. You don't have to do that for every play. Right, Um, right. I will say, though, for Vestig, if you you paid attention to his his Instagram stories, I don't believe it was this last postseason, but two postseasons ago, uh, from his home, he would break down Mm -hmm. plays on his TV with, uh, I believe it was a putter he had as his pointer. (laughs) So, I mean, he has the ability to to do that. Um, But, yeah, I think, you know, I, I remember when he... Uh, retired from the Ice Hogs, uh, talked about potentially going into broadcasting. He had a short stint, I think, with Sportsnet. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think if he, he had a little training, he'd be pretty good at it. Yeah, yeah he's that would be the guy I, I would have brought up. But since you already mentioned him, um, a more realistic guy, a guy that's got experience that I would bring in, uh, Brian Boucher. He's a former Blackhawk. Mm-hmm. He does, yeah. I like him. He does a really good job. Uh, I think – I, I don't think he'd want to do it. I think he's he likes doing the national 
and it, you'd have the same situations you had with Eddie Olchek. You're going to have a guy here for 60 games or whatever it is. But I, I, I would, I would have no problems with him coming to Chicago. The person that I would have with full, fully understanding he would not do it, but I think would be fantastic because he would just say whatever he wants to say. Dustin Bufflin. That would I think be that fun. would be a fantastic <laughs> broadcast. Corey Crawford would be a yeah. give no f's guy. Like he'd have the, they'd have to have their finger on the dump button around <laughs> him. <laughs> the two of those guys, man. I think that Dave, would be. Dave Bowen would be fantastic too because he's another guy with no filter and just yeah. tell you exactly uh, what he Dave thinks. Dave Bowen has no filter, but it takes you two, it takes you two years to remove it. I was doing <laughs> with those Bud Light bar events with him, and it took me probably like eight or nine hour-long Q&As with him for him to, like, finally kind of open up. And then when he did, he was great. But, man, it was, like, pulling teeth for a couple of years. Mm. Um, but then once he trusted me, it, it was, was great. It. Yeah. Like, he was really – and I think he also kind of grew into his role and he started to win and, it, you know, everything kind of – and he just matured as a dude. He was, what, like, 22 when I started with him. Right. Um, did, but you yeah. and, did you and Dave ever uh, collaborate on, on anything? Oh, uh, yeah, that book right there, The Big oh. 50, The Men and Moments That Made the Chicago Blackhawks. David wow. Bowen wrote the foreword of that book. Look at that. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And I uh, had to realize in writing a book that forward and forward are spelled differently. Yeah. Uh, it's, I it's, kept just from muscle memory writing forward like the hockey position. I'm like, no, it's forward, W-O-R-D. I wrote a book, go. everybody. There you go. Hey, yeah. That's why they have editors. I did not have an editor because it was covid Ooh. So there are probably some typos and uh, bad grammar <laughs> in there. Uh, my mother-in-law edited it. She went through it and looked at it. She was an old English teacher. Not old English. She's a former <laughs> English teacher. I wonder <laughs> there were all those weird place yeah, in that. Right? A, lot of, a lot of yees and extra yees thrown, uh, thrown in those words. <laughs> yes. Love thy Blackhawks. Yeah. yeah <laughs> exactly. You're talking about the 40-ounce person. But thank you for the plug. You can buy it anywhere great books are sold. I recommend bookshop.org. Uh, Surf and Duck says Stu Grimson. That's another great name. He'd be good for the broadcast booth. Interesting, it hasn't come up enough. I wonder if the people making the hire want someone a little more connected to the younger crew. I don't know if that should matter. I think you hire the best guy you can, you, yeah. or girl, or whoever you can. Hire the best person who's going to do the best job. Yeah, and the affection will whoever come. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right, what do we got next from super, uh, Discord? Oh, we, we got, got a super, super chat. chat, which super is going to trump the uh, discourse Discord mm. at this mm. point. So it's from mm. Brandon. Brandon says, will the Bra Blackhawks bring back the training camp festival or the Blackhawks convention? Um, it's a good <laughs> well, question. We, they I haven't, haven't had them either. because of COVID, yeah, and COVID. the seasons have been screwy. I have heard nothing, and I would assume... Convention would have already happened at would have. It would have either it's already... Yeah, July. July. Yeah, it, it would have already happened, so... It would be maybe like, not this year. Yeah, maybe next year. Maybe they just scrap it because that was an old regime thing. Maybe I don't I know. I feel like a training camp fest could 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 get some interest. Yeah, that usually that usually involved them playing down in Notre Dame for a for a, a no, few days. Well, they, no, they the, they used to do the training camp fest as they would hold a, a practice at the United Center. And that bunch oh, of I'm inflatables of and they, all that sort yeah, of stuff in the parking lot. Yeah, they give out a bobblehead, and it was only like ten bucks or something. Yeah, it was cheap. It was like five or ten bucks. You basically bought a ticket for like the one hundred level, and you could sit wherever you want. Like mm -hmm. it wasn't assigned okay. seats. Um, 
but they haven't done that in a while either. Right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I th- I, it's easy. Probably because. It's fifth- easy to sell tickets to see the defending Stanley Cup champions <laughs> practice. True. Uh, nobody wants to see this team play, let alone practice. Maybe, so maybe come see Alec Regula. Yeah, maybe because the fifth third is so easily accessible, they don't think that. Yeah, people, having can, a people can go see. Open to the public fest is anything, anything different. I don't know. But I yeah, as. As far as I know, I don't I haven't heard of any plans of any anything like that. They should do everything they can to build excitement towards this team, and I yeah. think one step you can take is to make the players that are here accessible, and have fans like be able to reach out and touch them and talk to them and spend time with them. That's what's going to buy you time. And this is something I would sort of battle with PR people back in the score days: is like the best thing you can do is put your players on the radio or put them in front of an audience because people gain affection for those players and those personalities they get to know them a little bit and they get more leeway that way and i think you know having a connection to those guys if you're bringing some kids out and mackenzie entwistle is awesome to a 10 year old kid right like yeah what's the harm in that i think it, i right. think it makes perfect sense and I, th- I feel like a training camp fest is something that could come together pretty quickly a blackhawks convention is a lot more that's a lot of like, planning it's a, a lot, lot a lot, a lot of pre-sold yeah. tickets and rooms and if it's not going to be well attended, it's probably not worth doing. But a training camp festival, mm-hmm. I think that's that's very easily done. Yeah. And I hope they do do it. All right, back to the old Discord we go. Who's next on our list here? This is from Tony's Back. BAC. BAC. I don't know what that means. Uh, yes. I, believe that's, I believe that's a Tony LaRusa dig. Uh, oh, blood yeah, alcohol yeah, content. Yeah, that's, uh, that, must okay. be a, that must be a Sox lover. <laughs> or hater. Uh, out Same of the thing. Hawks defensemen drafted under the previous regime from 2019 to 21, which guys would you pick to surprise and exceed expectations? Good question. Uh, my guy is Isaac Phillips. I love Isaac Phillips. I think he's going to be a guy that is going to be sneaky good that you don't He's not one of the guys you've heard a lot about, but all he's done since getting the chance, to, he got to play in the AHL two years ago because the OHL didn't yeah, play. And he, all he did was earn a professional contract within like three weeks. Mm-hmm. And he was their second best defenseman all season last year. Yeah, I'd put him behind Ian Mitchell. Uh, he's a guy that can provide a little bit of offense, but he's big. He's physical. And he's such a likable guy. Mm-hmm. One of the nicest guys I've ever met. Like, I, when I've talked to him after games, it's, I'm kind of like, how the hell were you the guy that was just punching <laughs> that guy's face and, and turned it into goo 10 minutes ago? Yeah. And now you're this soft-spoken, you know, gentlemanly guy. But Isaac Phillips is my guy. I, I think he's going to be here in Chicago sooner than later. I, I think – and he'll be a fan favorite when he gets here. Yeah. I've, I've, I've liked Isaac Phillips. Uh, I've, you know, he got, he got a short, uh, short audition at, at the NHL level last season. Uh, he's definitely one to uh, to keep an eye on. Uh, someone that I think has the ability to exceed expectations is uh, playing with Team Canada right now. It's Ethan Del Mastro. That's mine too. Four, fourth round pick, big strong kid. Um, you know he's 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 been uh, a, a leader with his uh, OHL team uh, in, in Mississauga. Uh, was captain of of that team last season. Assume he'll be the captain again this season. Um, Defensive focused guy, but you know his his offense has started to pick up a little bit as as he's uh, developed his game a little bit more. I think we'll see him again in December with Team Canada. So he's someone that and a bigger I, role too, probably with a bigger role for yeah. sure. And he's gotten more playing time than I thought he would. Yeah, I thought he was going to get a game. And he's he got been, that one game, and they're like, nope, you could keep playing. Yeah, so that's a good sign yeah, too. That's a good sign, definitely. So yeah, so we'll uh, I think we'll see a little bit more of him 
uh, this tournament. We'll see a, l- a lot of them, I think, in December at the World Juniors uh, for the 2023 tournament. He'll be he'll play a big role for uh, for Mississauga this season. And uh, I, I think he's a few years away, but he's definitely going to be someone that, you know, by the time I'm going to, I'll say by the time he's, he's ready to uh, hit the professional ranks, he's going to definitely look uh, better than a guy that you're like, oh, he was a fourth round pick. I think, I think he's going to, he's going to surprise a lot of people. I think Wyatt Kaiser too, if you've been watching the world juniors, has turned some heads too, uh, adding some offense, one of their, one of their better defensemen for sure on a team that's really strong defensively. Mm-hmm. Uh, team USA has been shutting people down like crazy, and I know Sweden came back a little bit last night, but one was kind of a fluky goal. Actually, both were kind of a little bit fluky when you looked at them, and, and USA dominated that game, and the score was 3-2, but it was not that close. Um, and Kaiser's been at the top of all of it. And a lot of the Blackhawks, uh, you know, Kaiser and uh, Slaggard and, and James have been really, really good for Team USA. Uh, but I think you could throw Wyatt Kaiser's name in that mix. And, and I, you know, Nolan Allen is a first-round pick, so it can't be a surprise. But watching him at camp this year, you really saw, like, okay, maybe yeah. he's not going to put up a ton of points, but you see that that is an NHL defenseman. Yeah. You know? Kid, who, kid who's got a willingness to be physical and, um, and, and battles in the corners a lot. So, yeah, I, th- I, I think the expectations put on him as a first-round pick – uh, will be hard for him to exceed, but I think if he can if he can reach those right. first round aspects, but he was a first round pick by he who shall not be named, so his expectations are probably pretty low. <laughs> sure, sure. We'll Based that. on the track record, yeah. There. So I, um, uh, funny thing about Kaiser, you mentioned him. Uh, like you say, oh, he's finally finding offense to the game. The weird thing was when he was uh, playing high school hockey in Minnesota, he was an offensive defenseman. And then he went to UND and was like, nope, I'm going to learn how to just be defense first. Mm-hmm. So this isn't him finding his offensive game. It's kind of like I'm bringing it back. Mm-hmm. I, like I, am, I spent my first two seasons in college becoming a better defensive defenseman. Now I'm going to start being more offensive too. He's a very intriguing prospect. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Like the, the Blackhawks defense could, dare I say, be good in three years, two years. That's the hope. There's a lot there. And even if not, not all these guys are going to be playing here with the Blackhawks, but you've got <clears throat> a very intriguing core and you've got some really nice currency mm-hmm. for like when you are ready yes. to start making moves to like become a playoff team, you've got guys that you could say, Hey, we need to go out and get that third line center. We can package you maybe can, a couple of these guys so you can and get surplus what we need. some of these guys. Yeah. That's what prospects are essentially until they become full time NHL players. They're currency. When you look at it though, you've got off the top of my head, maybe eight to ten defensive prospects you could project to the NHL. Maybe not stars. Not stars, but guys who could But you're talking about obviously six. Korchinski and Renzel and, and Nolan Allen and Del Mastro Kaiser, right? There's five for sure. Uh, Phillips, Mitchell, Bodine, Vlasic, uh, Vlasic who's already here, Regula. That's 10 already. <laughs> that's 10. And that's yeah. just, we're just Galvis. spitballing. Like, yeah. yeah. Like there's, Galvis there's is another good one, yeah. They've got uh, a lot of options at D, and I think with the addition of the guys they drafted this year, the emergence of Del Mastro and Kaiser uh, on the world junior level, that it maybe have got, oh, maybe these guys are better than we had been thinking. You know, as we were kind of projecting long-term, didn't see them as – as good as they've been so it's good it's a good problem to have and, and you're right, right like yeah can never have too many good young defenders. of course never no. yeah absolutely absolutely like, like major league baseball you can never have too many arms in your system yeah 
So that's uh, that's I mean the future is looking bright defensively. It's well, it's funny. And that's it's been like, their biggest problem. Yes, mm-hmm. but it's funny how quickly, like in the course of what five months, all of a sudden, like a lot of a lot's looking better. And I think that it's a more of an outlook, too. It's not necessarily just the players because some of these guys were here before, but it's now that this regime actually cares about development. Yeah, and has a plan, has a long term plan, and has. Knows that, like, hey, these guys are two, three years away, and we're going to give them all the time they need. In some cases, maybe too much time. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's the difference. I think that's, like, yeah, they added some nice, they added some more young players with this draft class, a couple defensemen in the first round. But knowing that these guys are going to be developed better than previous first round draft picks, especially at that position, have been. I think that's why we're a little more excited because, Mm -hmm. yes, we have the raw talent, but now this raw talent is going to be allowed to mature and uh, develop properly as opposed to, hey, we drafted you in the first round. Get out there and play. Yeah, right, yeah. Oh, no, you're bad after five games. We're trading Mm -hmm. you. Yeah, the the idea that you're a first-round pick, you have to play right away, is not the norm uh, anymore. Yeah. Which is good, which is fine. If you're ready to go, go. But right. if, if you need time to develop, which most first-round picks still do. Especially defensemen. Especially defensemen. Take yeah. the time. Yeah. Uh, we got one more or two more from the Discord here. Two more. All right. McBacon uh, says, do you think Seth Jones has anything to do with his brother staying in Chicago? Well, I think he has something to do with him coming to Chicago. Yeah. Because the Hawks were like, we want to get him, and maybe if his brother's here, he'll sign. I think Caleb Jones, we talked about it last week when the signing was announced um, is a fine defenseman that you have around for a year and he fills a spot until a prospect takes his place and you talk about guys you can flip at the deadline. We've been talking about Domi and Athanasiu and Taves and Kane. Caleb Jones is another name like that where a team looking to add some depth at, the, at, at defense, Yeah, he's going to have another, another year under his belt. And we've said, like, he's not a superstar, but if someone suffers an injury, so if someone needs a fifth or sixth defenseman in a pinch on a contender, you could you could make a case for that, right? And get a late round pick for him mm-hmm. or a prospect and see what happens. Yeah. Well, yeah, I I, I think uh, I don't know if Seth is demanding that Caleb get a contract. It, didn't, it, it didn't seem that way at the end of last season when they were talking about, yo, you know, Caleb's a, an RFA at the end of the year. Yeah. What is playing with him meant this season? It, I, obviously, them playing together was a first time thing good experience uh, as you know as brothers to be able to do that um, but I think they both kind of gave the impression that it's just like we understand this is a business and if we yeah. don't play together again I it is what it is I don't think they re-sign Caleb to keep Seth happy like I Seth doesn't seem that no. it doesn't hurt I'm sure it doesn't hurt no yeah, no for sure. sure but probably I feel like I feel it like wasn't Seth's like we got contract is yeah keeping him happy <laughs> exactly yeah. he's, yeah. Got, he's got 9.75 nice. million reasons to be happy yeah. for the next eight years but no I don't I mean obviously I think it was Caleb's play above everything that, else yeah. that got him that contract to come back definitely but it doesn't hurt that your brother's you know yeah the the, the anchor here for the next few years <laughs> I also think that we maybe overvalue that sort of stuff as fans like we are you know it's more important to us <laughs> than it is to the actual players. Right. Yeah. You know, because I remember when they traded Kirby Doc, people were like, is Colton mad? Who cares? Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> Who cares? He'll be fine. He'll be fine. All right, let's do another Discord from USM 0506. Oh, nice. Not really Hawks related, but just for a little fun, what are some of y'all's favorite shows to watch? 
Well, Mario, you were talking this morning about Bluey and Coco Melon yeah. and all the great programming you've been taking. So what in. happens when you have a nine-month-old <laughs> who, uh, yeah, starting to introduce the TV? Um, yeah, that, those those have been uh, on the uh, on the old uh, TV there for uh, last little bit, just to uh, you know get uh, get get my daughter acclimated to seeing television a little bit. Um, but for me, uh, we were we were talking uh, before the show kind of a little bit about this, and I was saying how I just I feel like I no longer have stamina for like movies, yeah, and especially for like TV shows that have like hour and a half long episodes. It's like I'm out. I can't. Like I was I, that a dig at Stranger Things season four? Yeah, they're all very not long. directly. I've never watched Stranger Things, Game of Thon- Thrones. Final never season. watched it. New show uh, debuts this weekend, right? The House of Dragons. House of Dragon, yeah. I'll check that out. Yeah. I mean, I the mean, correct answer is the bear. Come on, just say the bear. Just go ahead. Say I, it. Yeah, the uh, bear was 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 good. It was just very stress inducing. It is very stressful. <laughs> I, I didn't see it. I'm I'm terrible at. I I'm the guy that watches popular shit four years later. You would love the bear. I'll get to it. At some you point. and I have very similar taste in all things. Do you uh, like four years? Do you like, watch the do you like beefs? Then you're gonna like. The yeah. Bear. No, yeah. the bear was. Uh, no, great. I never had one. A lot Speaking of, of which, where's Casey? She was supposed to be taking us for beef sandwiches. Remember? Is that today? Not today, but not, that was. Oh, that was yeah. That was a plan. We gotta get. We gotta get. That was a plan. We'll make it work. I'm, I'm available with that young lady. Uh, um, I yeah. want my beefs. Uh, you would love the bear. I absolutely love the bear. I actually did a whole other podcast about the bear um, not too long ago. I uh, tweeted about it. Check it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, love that show. Um, I am watching season four of Stranger Things. Watching with my daughter. So we're kind of she can only kind of handle like one episode per night. She's twelve, so she's like right on the border of the. This is a little <laughs> bit intense for me, kind of a thing. Yeah. So she only has like the mental capacity for one a night, uh, but I think we got two or three left. So we're I'm, getting there. We're getting there because I I I like Stranger Things, but my better half has never seen it. So we started from the beginning. Yeah. And we're like midway through season two, so we'll get there at some point. Hopefully, by the time opening night comes, we'll have finished that. And it's good for me too because I forgot a oh, lot. Oh, there's of the so things. much to forget. Yeah. And uh, like, and by the way, season four has so much going on that like you're forgetting like plot lines. Like as you're watching an episode, oh yeah, this is happening. Oh, and this is simultaneously happening. And oh yeah, this, this, this. It's I've become but it's a fan really good of shows that are just like six to eight episodes and that's it. <laughs> the bear. I agree. Like, there you go. Like yeah. Obi Wan was good because that was six episodes and done. It was essentially a Star Wars movie broken yes. up into six episodes and really good, um, by the way. Yes. The other things I watched this summer was uh, the Offer on Paramount Plus. That was the series about the making of the Godfather movie. Oh, cool! Really good. Great casting. The guy that plays Marlon Brando and a young Al Pacino. Holy cow! You would think you were watching the actual actors. Okay. Wow. So that's really good. They're, I know they had a lot of creative licensing. Uh, Severance, I'm not sure of that one. The other one My I've, wife loved Severance that was show. fantastic. The mm-hmm. other one I watched on Apple Plus, Blackbird, was mm-hmm. amazing. I've heard, and that's the dude. If you like true crime, serial killer yeah, like stuff. Yeah, Mindhunter. It was, based on a, it was based on a true story. Guy goes to prison. It's the guy that played Elton John in the Rocketman movie. He oh, goes okay. to prison for, like, guns and drugs, and then they get him... They send him like maximum security to talk to like the most crazy child killer, but who's about to get out on a technicality. Mm. So they send him there to befriend him and get a confession from him. It's so, and the guy yeah. that plays yeah. the serial killer, holy, if this guy doesn't win an Emmy, they should just well, not 
do the awards anymore. And, so and good. That dude is he's Big in. Um, what's he played. He, in? he played. He played the Olympic bomber. He's been in a. He always plays the creepy guy. Well, he, so he's I don't on, think. It, I think he should leave. He's yes. the, the the skit about Jamie Taco. He's yeah. stealing my lines. Oh, that, that guy. And then yeah. Ray, it was Ray Liotta's last role yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, Ray Liotta looked like he was already dead through half of that. Oh. Oh. But on purpose. On purpose. Yeah. 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 Gotcha. Yeah. All right, I'm in. That sounds right on my alley. It's really good. It's only six episodes, and it's all out now, so you can get it done in, like, two days. As ter- in terms of, like, sometimes, too, I just need to, like, mindlessly watch TV. I know, Mario, in your background, you've got Bob's Burgers, uh, Funko Pops on your shelf. Love Bob's Burgers. Uh, my we, go-to what we, show. What we do in the shadows yes. is fantastic. Amazing it's one of my show. favorite. Oh, shows. what we do in the shadows is that great. And Archer are two of my favorite current shows. I like Archer. The new yeah. season of what we do in the shadows is really off to a good I thought last season was a little bit clunky. It's kind of got. It's found its legs again this to, year. We just need more Jackie Daytona. Yes, we do. Yes. Uh, but my like, Regular put on an old show and watch it is Broad City. Mm. I oh, freaking Broad love City Broad fantastic. City. I love both Abby and Alana. I would happily take either of them into my home uh, at this point in life, and I think my wife would be happy with that too. It would be wonderful. <laughs> and with that, Abby is in the new uh, League of Their Own. Which oh, just yeah. came out I, Friday. I, I haven't started watching I saw it yet, that but getting promoted. Yes. Once we finish Stranger Things, that's next on the docket. She's yeah. apparently playing the same Dude, style. If role. Darcy Carden's in it, yeah, she's awesome. I, uh, in another show, <laughs> I really enjoyed the the new Perry Mason that was on HBO. If you've never watched that, that was really good. Uh, I'm waiting for more seasons for that. But like the classics, background. If I'm writing or something. It's like you just put on old Simpsons or old Family Guy. I could yep. watch those forever. Like I always put Adult Swim on like when I go mm-hmm. to bed at night because mm-hmm. all those shows are great. But I've Classic, seen them a million yeah. times so I could fall asleep. Yep. And then I wake up to Thomas the Train in the morning and I'm all confused. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a bad trip. Yeah, it's, it's weird. Uh, one show... That I, I'm the I'm the worst person to talk to talk about about TV because you guys just talked about oh please let's a keep going ton of shows <laughs> that I'm just like uh huh sounds great. Uh, but one show that, uh, if you haven't heard about it, uh, I'm really excited for season three coming out, um, I think by the end of this year, is Ted Lasso. Obviously, oh, yeah. worst kept secret in like sports-related TV. See, Ted Lasso, I just, I, I'm the type I, fell of guy in, that, I fell in love with that show immediately. I'm the type of guy that like, oh, everybody loves it, I'm not watching it. That's just, I don't know. Every, t- every time everybody I says think you it's would, great. I think you would like it. I'm not trying to oversell it, but oh, it's got heart. I'm the same. I'm the same way. Like when, like, freaking uh, Breaking Bad, Walking Dead, The Wire, yeah. Better Call Saul. Like, I've written yeah, them off because no. I'm like, sure, everybody loves it. Whatever, cool. Like, I get so jaded about it, and that's probably why I'm terrible at like watching TV. And I just watch like just, Shit's Creek on. When, when everyone, everybody says something's great, I'm like, yeah, I'm out. Yeah, yeah. I was late on Shit's Creek because I just didn't like the name. I thought it was a stupid name. It's a bad joke, but it's that was hilarious. I still think Shit's Creek was not as good as everybody thought it was. It was good. I enjoyed it, it, but it got better as it it went. It got better, but I just never was like fully in on it. Yeah. Uh, Neil Beast has Fargo. Hell, a lot of good stuff about Fargo is awesome. That doesn't have anything to do with the movie, right? No. Okay. Except (laughs) they have Minnesota accents. There you go. That's the only the the season with uh, um, Ewan McGregor where he plays twin brothers. (laughs) <laughs> that are totally different. Oh. Incredible. And it's got uh, Scott Pilgrim. Who's the love interest in Scott Pilgrim? Yeah, what's her name? I don't the know. The purple-haired girl. She is, like, now an adult. And his love interest in that movie, and she is boing, as the kids say. 
but and the in this the there. most recent season of Fargo with Chris Rock, which is based in Kansas City, but it's actually downtown Blue Island, is really oh. cool. The, the, the Fargo is great. I don't know if there's a new one like on the horizon at all, but hmm. they're good and they all kind of interweave. Is that one of those where like each season is like a different storyline? Yeah, but okay. yeah. if I'm remembering so correctly, connected. there is a con- like they all connect somehow. Kind of like American Horror Story. I got to watch. My buddy Charlie was on great that series. show. He was murdered by uh, the Manson family. Oh, nice. He played J.C. Bring. Okay, yeah. I haven't gotten to that season yet, but <laughs> right, the now, early seasons of American Horror Story. Shockingly, the chat is not yelling at us about now talking about the non-news. The chat and, is and loving the, uh, the, the TV. Uh, but I'm going to say, let's move on. Let's. How about we do an ad read, and then we'll get to some more questions. I got a couple from the chat, and then we've got okay. some off of. Uh, Mom, I thought this was like there goes there goes the producer <laughs> producing it. Yeah, what oh, sure. I, I don't feel like doing an hour and a half about TV, and that's a that's a whole other I podcast. I disagree, but okay, fine. Uh, hey, if you're enjoying what we're doing here, now that the uh, chat has been purged. Of certain people, uh, the best way to continue to support us is to download the PointsBet app and use the code CHGO when you sign up. Do that now, and you know you're going to get two risk-free bets. But also, you may have forgotten: with a fifty-dollar or more first-time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership. You're going to get the free T-shirt. You're going to get access to all of our great web content. You're going to get access to our Discord, which gives you priority on Mailbag Monday. Two grand in free bets, a free CHGO membership, and a free T-shirt from the CHGO Locker. All that for making a $50 or more first-time deposit at PointsBet and start playing along with those in-game bets. The NFL season is right around the corner, and that sport is custom-made for in-game betting. But please, don't gamble on preseason football. Don't do it. Why The under for Bears-Chiefs was a lock. That's that's the play on. I guess overs and unders would be the way to do yeah. it. Yeah. No, you don't yeah. want to bet on random teams unless you're betting on the Ravens. They've won 21 straight. That's true. So. But that they, that's got to end at some point. Anyway, play along at home. When they play the Bears, my friend. That's exactly right. Uh, I had uncles talking to me this weekend that the Bears are going to be undefeated. I'm like, I think you're kidding, but I'm not totally sure because you're the age that would say that with truth behind it. So we'll see. We'll see if he's right. Let's see if Uncle John is right. Anyway, the the the, the Bears preseason optimism it never fails. It didn't top. look like morons. It never that's fails. It, every every year we all get sucked right back in, and by week three we want to fire everybody. So you're saying <laughs> my purchase of a Jack Sanborn jersey was a bad idea? <laughs> no, I don't like that investment. All right, uh, best fifty-seven ever. I got a question. Who the hell is Jack Sanborn? <laughs> he may be the greatest uh, undrafted free agent signing in NFL history. Scotty, my friend, he's a Badger. He's also okay. from Wisconsin. I know. I well, didn't, from I didn't, Lake Zurich, I played watch, at Wisconsin. I didn't watch the game on Saturday because I. Th- th- you I, didn't invest time no. in the Bears I, uh, preseason week. I got one? I got all the info I needed from CHGO underscore Bears. There you go. There you go. That's all you need. They told me what I needed to know. Anyway, download the PointsBet app. Use that promo code CHGO when you do, and you get all that cool stuff. It's time to elevate your live betting game. Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with PointsBet. And if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services. And Koopa Scoop says the same thing. If you gamble on preseason football, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Yeah. Come on, there's lots of good lines there. Yeah, yeah that's not a good There story. are certain things you can do. I think your over and under makes a lot of sense. Under, bears. There you go. We are also probably brought to you by Owen, spelled... O-W-Y-N, standing for only what you need. 
Owen is a 100% plant-based protein shake that gives you nutrition that works just as hard as you do. All of Owen's products are free of artificial ingredients, don't contain any gluten or dairy. They're allergen-friendly and easily digestible. Speaking of the Bears, you may have heard about Owen from Bears quarterback Justin Fields, who follows a plant-based diet. Uh, cannot confirm nor deny, though, that there was some uh, Owen in Justin Fields' back pocket during week one's game. Oh. If he played, I don't remember if he did. Uh, Owen and CHGO are partnering up to give you an awesome offer right now. You can get 20% off of your first purchase when you go to liveowen.com and use the promo code CHGO20. So be like Justin Fields, lead the Bears to victory, and try Owen. O-W-Y-N, only what you need. All right, let's get back to some of the uh, Twitter questions we have. Lawrence, who's, uh, who's on deck here? Uh, actually, let, let's, I want to take something from the chat here. Okay, all right. This is from uh, McLovin. Go for it. What is Jay's, Mario's, and Greg's hot take for this upcoming season? Hmm. Well, <laughs> uh, needs a grammar lesson. <laughs> what? <laughs> so McLovin needs a grammar lesson. <laughs> Why? What's wrong with that? What is Jay's, Mario's, and Greg's? What, what are, are Jay, Mario, and Greg's hot yeah, take yeah, for the internet? Yeah, whatever, man. Grammar hey, doesn't count. I went to Answer school for journalism. I got to use my degree somehow. Well, there you go. <laughs> when hot take. Uh, Phil Kessel leads the Blackhawks to the Stanley Cup <laughs> and eats hot dogs out of it for the third time. There's a hot take. That's a that's a steaming hot take. That's amazing. That's um, a steaming beef. Man, hot take. Andres Athanasio scores 25. Ooh. Wow. Someone's got to score. Somebody's got to do it, right? <laughs> True. 25 <laughs> before he gets traded to uh, the Flyers. I'm going to say Max Domi becomes a fan favorite, then is traded. That's not a hot sure. take. That's probably what's going to happen. That'll yeah. probably happen. All the people He's who are bitching to moaning. in the face in game one, and yeah. everybody's going to love him. Right. Connor Murphy's going to get jumped in a game, and Domi is going to come to his rescue, and it's going to be a storyline for the entire season. There you go. Look, they're best friends. Like a hot now. take would be Peter Mrazek wins the Vesna. That's yeah. a hot Oof. take. That's a hot take. What are those odds on points? But a lot to plus a, two million plus all the numbers in the world. <laughs> <laughs> it's off the board. That's what it is. Surfing Duck says, if Mitchell does not make the NHL roster out of training camp, does he get traded? Uh, I don't think he. I don't think he no. Training camp, maybe not. There's, I think if he does not have an NHL impact this year, that might be on the table for next summer. Well, and you think about the potential of spots opening up during the season, whether it's injury or maybe potential trades. Um, I think you want to have someone like Ian Mitchell, who is still young, still on his development path, and last season in the AHL looked like he was taking. Uh, proper steps in that development path. You want to have a player like that, that if they're not on the NHL roster to start the season, if there's a scenario in which they get brought up, you're not bringing up a guy who's not ready. Right. And it seems like Ian Mitchell should be ready to take that step to be a, a more regular NHL player. Um, we'll just have to see where, if and when, that opportunity is presented to him. And, like, there's no rush to trade any of these guys. And plus, if Ian Mitchell can't make the NHL roster on this team, what is, where is his trade value? Why would you trade it when it's super low? Yeah. Because most teams are going to be like, well, if he can't make the Blackhawks, he's probably a bum. I'm not going to give you anything for him. Right, yeah. So that's be- not the time. To, ideally, if, you, if you're ever thinking about trading him, you let him make the team and, like, 
show that he could be an AHL defenseman, then you trade him because mm-hmm. you'll uh, get more for him. He is 23 years old and a restricted free agent after this season. So some decision has to be made on him this year. So we'll see. That will be very interesting. By the way, uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Somebody asked me about Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yes, that's who I was talking about in Fargo. Thank you. Mm, there you uh, go. And there is going to be a season five. I just found that two days ago that came out. So that's exciting. All right, Ooh. who's next? We got some Twitty questions. The Matrix. Yeah, this is the one that uh, oh. spawned the title of our episode. Big one. Who is the first to go, Taves or Kane? I mean, are we trying to go by the hour on which trade deadline day they are traded? Could be. <laughs> um, I think Taves has gone first. I just think that I just think he is more willing to waive his no movement clause and have a new opportunity than it appears Patrick Kane is. But yeah, if we're splitting hairs on 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 which one of them goes first, I would say Jonathan Taze just because it seems more likely he's more willing to go. I think he might be more likely to say get me the f out of here now too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kane is more patient, will tolerate more than Taze will. Seems that way. Right. Even though I, f- I feel like, Pat, you know, we've had all these uh, these interviews and discussions and whatnot about Jonathan Taze and his attitude towards it, and but there's been no, like, exclusive interviews with Patrick Kane on his thoughts because he's just kind of left it as, like, ah, we'll see what happens. Yeah. And maybe behind closed doors, Patrick Kane is, you know, uh, grumpier than Jonathan Taze has been. We just don't know. Um, but, yeah, I, I think from what we're seeing outwardly, publicly, it seems like Taze – has needed more self-convincing to even just be on board for what this season will be to start. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, tra- uh, Kane obviously would be the easier to trade, has more value. I just, True. I have a sneaking feeling that trade that, that Kane is here beyond this season. Is that a hot take? Is it? He's got know. incentive it's, to stay. It's a lukewarm. It's mild. Take. It's a, it's a it's mild. room temperature take. It's, it's mild sauce. It's not original hot. Yeah. I, I, I think Kane is back after this season. I think he wants to to break those records, and you got to have somebody here to sell tickets. Somebody, um, you know, I could see Kane more being more on board with with mentoring young players, uh, you know. But who knows? A lot of people think we see it here in the chat. Taves goes home. Taves goes home. I, I that's. Do the Jets need another aging, overpaid guy? They got a roster full. No, of are, the, are the Jets the biggest contender that would that he would want to go to? Probably not. Yeah, I mean, if he if he's going to want to trade, I think he's going to want to trade to go get another cup. And the Jets ain't it. It's also right. important to remember that when Jonathan Taze was growing up, the Jets were not a thing. This is true too. <laughs> right, right. They were in Arizona. Yes. So he goes to the Coyotes. Heard it here first. Yes. So <laughs> Taze for Logan Cooley. Make it happen. Man, I like hey. Logan Cooley. He's pretty decent. He's good. I'm a fan. All right, what do we got next on uh, on our Twitter questions oh, here? Let's see Twitter what is tweets. next. How about let me remove There's that thing real quick. Hold on one Blackhawks. second. There isn't much there we go. of an ask. There isn't much to ask. Here. Well, considering the Thank Bears you, Mark, are going Mark seventeen and oh, my friends, what? it might be tough for the Blackhawks <laughs> to win more than that. This is actually sort of a two-parter here because we got uh, Mark saying who wins more games, Bears or Blackhawks. That's uh-huh. not great. He also, he also said it's going to be higher. What's going to be higher? Giolito's ERA or Mrazek's GAA? What's Giolito's ERA at right now? Do we know that? A lot. I think yeah, no, Mrazek's GAA will not be that high. Oh, I'm getting my Sox pictures confused. Giolito's a guy that used to be good and now bad, He had right? one really good season, yeah. Isn't yeah. that all the White Sox? 
I'm doing Cease yeah. is kind of good. He's good. True. Cease if it was good. Cease's ERA, I would say Mrazek would definitely be higher. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if Peter Mrazek's GAA good. is higher than Giolito's ERA, then that's really bad. Alex then he Stalock, then he would have maybe he would have played he would have played one game allowed seven goals and never played the rest of the season. Yeah, speaking of cease, there's our, our our size cease. Go to cease.geolocker.com. What a mustache! And see the old uh, new releases. We got a size cease chgo white socks jersey uh, t-shirt. Go and check that out and become a member while you're there. Yeah, and get first preference in the Discord channel for our Mailbag Mondays. That's exactly That's right. That's worth the monthly fee right there. I will say just based off of the fact that there's more darts to throw at the board, the Blackhawks will have more w- wins than the Bears. Yeah, that's the safe bet. Yeah. yeah. I would hope so. Yeah. I mean, even if the, even when is, even when the Bears go 17 and 0, I think the Blackhawks can pull off that is the uh, this year. the sweet barbecue uh level of heat on the hot take there. <laughs> All right, here's one from Dave. He says, here's a random question. Besides Colorado, who is the next team in a Western Conference that's loaded for this coming season? Field hockey emoji. Um, <laughs> Western Conference team that's loaded. Boy, it, it does really feel Colorado. like Colorado, and that's it, doesn't it? Uh, but that's that's certainly not the case. Um, who do Edmonton. Like? Edmonton. Edmonton, I, I just good. can't believe in them. I don't know why. Like, yeah, well, they're, they're stopping the Mike Smith experiment, so that gives me a little more hope. But is did Jack Campbell end up signing yes. there? I don't. I'm not. That's yeah. an upgrade, at least. It is, but it's more of an unproven question mark. We really don't know a lot about Jack Campbell, except he can't win in the first round. But that was well, that was more the culture. That was, was, that, was yeah, that a Maple Leaf thing, or was that a Jack Campbell thing? That's blue and white disease there. So um, uh, Jack Campbell, yeah, is an upgrade over Mike Smith, but is he a guy that makes you a cup contender? I don't think so. There's like improves your odds. Calgary lost a lot. They're going to be good again, but they, I mean, but they're not strong enough to be. I know they added. They two. lost a lot, they but lost. they also brought in Huberdeau and Uyghur. That's not bad. You lost no. Gaudreau and Kachuk, though. Yeah, you lost two 100-point yeah, guys tough. and replaced them with Jonathan Huberdeau and a defenseman. Good defenseman. Good though. defenseman. But, but I think there's a lot of teams in the— They'll still be good. Where oh. do they get that other 100 points that they they'll lost? They'll still be good. There are a lot Andrew of teams Mangiapane. in the West that took steps back, though. You know, like, no, yeah. I'm just looking here like, who See, really flame, took a big step forward? are going to be a really good regular season team, but they showed in the playoffs that outside of that top line, there's not a lot there. And if Markstrom has a bad night, you're in trouble. And I think they yeah. overused Markstrom big time last mm-hmm. year. They, he ran out of gas in the playoffs. Like, they barely got past Dallas. They couldn't score against Dallas because they yeah. shut down their top line. They don't have the depth to make a deep run. But I yeah. think they're going to be a very good regular they'll season be, Yeah, they'll, they'll be a playoff contender for sure. Watch out for, you know, uh, before Robin Leonard got hurt, I would have said expect the Knights to rebuild, rebound. But I, I just it's tough. That's tough to Breaks do my heart. without um, winner. Yeah. I think Anaheim's due for a step up. They're not going to win are. anything, but they're going to be better you know, than yeah. a lot the of people blue, The Blues are going to be good, Yeah. Uh, unfortunately. Um, a team that's not loaded but I think got better and will make some noise, I think, are the Kings. I think they're going to be pretty good. Yeah. I'm not a huge believer in them just yet. They had a, they had a lot go right last year. Yeah. Uh, you know, Anzi Kopitar played out of his mind. Jonathan Quick had a resurgence. Had, yeah, if those two guys here. don't do that again, where are they at? What did they uh, add? They added, they added um, Kevin Fiala. Fiala, yeah. right. So I'm not sold on them being a playoff team right off the box, 
I'm not saying they're going to miss the playoffs, but I like the Ducks, what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, man, the Western Conference, it's Colorado's it's, to lose, isn't it? Yeah. yeah I, I like Bex's sure. comment here. She says, so if all the Western Conference teams took steps backwards, the Hawks have a chance, right? <laughs> this is my nightmare. Uh, Knock it off, This is my Bex. nightmare. We don't need I that guess. kind of positivity around <laughs> these parts. by that theory. Yes, they could, they, but they are they anybody anybody scores a hat trick for the Blackhawks, they're getting traded the next morning. <laughs> they're out of here. Yeah, yeah, it definitely feels like it's it's a, once again Colorado's con- not just division, central division, but also conference. Yeah, I know, I'm not lose. a big believer in the Minnesota Wild. There's going to be a lot of teams that are going to be. I feel like you could probably go down the list of the the Western Conference, and you could pick who are the who are the eight going to be. And be pretty confident about it. It's just when it comes to playoff time, which which of those eight yeah. are, are built. The Eastern Conference is where East is great. Open, and that's funny because last year we knew who the eight teams in the Eastern Conference were by like Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. and now it's wide open it's, with what Detroit did, with what Ottawa did. You got some teams moving up. You got some teams moving down. You know what yeah. are the Capitals? Where are they going to be this year? Columbus added Goudreau. Columbus is is a factor now. So yeah, they the East. It's kind of funny. Last year, like everybody was like, yeah, Colorado's really good, but you got all these other teams that are going to compete. Now it's kind of switched where the mm-hmm. East is wide open. Like a team like Boston, I think is in serious trouble. I if, if I were to make a prediction right now, they're not in the playoffs. They're not a playoff team in my eye. Like I think, I think teams like Ottawa have done have enough to, to jump ahead of them, and I think they're going to realize that they should have let Bruce Cassidy will go. Will be tougher. Yeah, they're not going to have Pasternak to start the year. That's huge. It's going to be tough. Yeah, and here's David Krejci, who hasn't played in the league in over a year, and he's eighteen hundred years old. It's true. Have fun with that. Yeah. More twitters. We got some more Twitter questions. Yeah. Oh yeah, we do. Let's we do. Them. Let's see what do we, we got here. How about? Oh boy. Gary Bettman asked you to make one change to improve the league. What is it and why? Send the Hawks to the Eastern Conference. Fire Gary Bettman. Find a way. Retire. Retire, bitch, as they like to say on Twitter. (laughs) 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 Gary Bettman wants to make the NHL better. Remove Gary Bettman from the NHL. That's my my thing. Yeah. I mean – you got to you you I do have an actual thing but cool. market players better yeah like yes. Jesus like how Connor McDavid Austin Matthews like how they're not household names outside of Canada is it's a complete failure by the NHL and yeah they're doing better I think getting the NHL back uh, on ESPN and on a, on a network like TNT and having those national broadcasts uh you know give a shit about the NHL and, and show some, show some interest in that is, is a big step forward, but you just, you got to market these, these stars better. You got, you got to have more creativity with it. I think, um, I, I don't know. I, again, I'm not a, I'm not a, mar- I was a journalism major, not a marketing major. Um, but I just, I just think there's, there's gotta be a, a, a better way of marketing this because the sport itself of hockey is amazing best sport out there and i just think the biggest league has to do a better job of of putting that forward and saying look at these elite athletes doing in like you're skating around at 20 miles an hour on knives with wooden sticks hitting a vulcanized rubber object around like how cool is that you know like like you gotta be able to 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 make that jump off the page a little bit more and i think being able to 
package your superstars. Doesn't matter what team, what market they're in. You got just got to push them better. I don't know. It's a, it's an old take, but it's it's it still hasn't been I think adequately addressed. I agree. Marketing better as far as in-game play. Uh, I agree with our buddy Chris Dubiel here. Uh, yeah. Get rid of the loser point or make the a regulation win worth three points. One of the way or the other. Either get rid of the – you lose in overtime, you still lost. I don't understand why you get a point for that. I hate it. Um, and the other thing I would do, get rid of replay. It's, it's, it's counterproductive. We're sitting there for ten minutes trying to see if a guy's skate was off the ice by a millimeter. Just let it go. Yeah. Like, use it for did the puck cross the goal line right. or not. That's it. I'm with you on that. That is it. Goalie interference is garbage. Nobody knows what it is. Nobody knows what offside is anymore. Just it's a it will offside even, is it will, an eye test. Right. It will come out even in the wash. It's like with baseball where we're we're using replay to see if a guy's pinky finger came off the base for a milliliter a millimeter. That's not the spirit of the right. thing. Right. So use replay to decide if the puck crosses the line. I don't understand how we can't put a chip in the puck like they do. If you can put a chip in a soccer ball to know it crossed the line, how are we not doing that in, in get rid of replay? Hey, you it, put a chip in all of us, you know, with the Right. Vaccine. Well, only only those of us who got the 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 vaccine. Yes, yeah. that thing. And my cell phone service still sucks. Right. You know. My 5G is flying. <laughs> I'm getting boosted on Wednesday too, so look out. There you look go. Out. All right. Um, yeah, so get rid of replay. I think it stinks. It's 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 terrible that we sit there and take the momentum out of a game for 10 minutes to see if a guy's skate was on the ice or not. Right. It's, it's stupid. Inconsequential. Like that whole thing at the scored. World Juniors oh last my God. week where it was literally 15 minutes. They reviewed it. They said they set a goal on the ice. They reviewed it literally for 10 minutes, said it was a good goal. Then the coach challenged it for something else, and then they took it off. It was the stupidest thing. It was just such a waste of time. Yes. Um, Nate it. says, "Did Greg just say relegation? Relegation could be interesting." I'd, yeah, but yeah. I've I've had many a long shower thinking about how to make the NHL huh? like the like European soccer in the relegation. Like the best I could come up with was you take the top. Uh, how much time we got? <laughs> you take the top twenty teams and the bottom twelve. I guess it would then be. Uh, this works better if you expand to 36 teams. But anyways, you take the top 20, obviously 1 through 16 make the playoffs, and you play at 1 through 16, right? 17 and 18 uh, play each other, and 19 and 20 play each other. Best of three, winners, winners stay, losers relegated. I'm sorry, you're, you're getting rid of 14 teams every huh? year? That's, you're you're saying fourteen teams go? No, 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 no. The top sixteen are in the playoffs. What about the bottom twelve? The bottom. So the bottom twelve are the B division. Oh, we're I didn't get already, to the bottom twelve yet. Oh, geez. So oh, the, so there's twenty teams in in NHL A or whatever you want to call it, um, and then twelve or sixteen if they expanded in the bottom division. The bottom four teams in A that don't make the playoffs: seventeen plays eighteen and nineteen plays twenty. In a, and best of threes, loser of those series goes down, and the, the top two from the B League go up. This sounds like a future piece at allchgo.com. Yes, no, please no, absolutely. <laughs> it's so convoluted in my head. I, I'm giving you the basic, basic understanding. I am a huge fan of chaos, so bring it on. Oh, yeah. I, I, I love rec, uh, relegation. It just never happened in North America. It won't America. happen in North no. America. Yeah, the no. owners would never let no. that happen. Yeah. No. 
more like butt owners. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Can we say that on a podcast? Boners. Got him. I got a shrug from Lawrence. That counts. We need, All right, I, we got any more? We, we're, we got to wrap up. I we got any more need, Twitter questions? We just needed that. Yeah, gift let's see like here. What do we got? Absolutely. When, yeah. When you were we care about this? All, all right. So this. the 407 Adam says we know the big three names in the next draft. Wishful thinking about rounds two and three. Honestly, it is way too early to yeah, answer that I, question. Yeah, Wait, we got to let the season. I got to read out. this. Hold on. Another three names at the top of the draft, but there are a few names after that. How about we wish we? How about the? Wishful thinking names for round two and three. Jesus, I have no idea. Yeah, yeah, no. it's too early. Save to that talk question about that. for next June. We'll, and, uh, we'll, we'll, ta- we'll, we'll cover talk that. in. Let's talk in November, next or December. Or something. Uh, Frank says, "Are the Wurch is looking to sell the team?" No, no. that's not going to happen. No. Next. next. Doug, Doug says, with so many great players already in and coming into the league, do you think the NHL will need to ease some of the salary cap rules or will yes. the upcoming increase yes. be enough? Get rid of it. I, they do need to. Will they? Probably Luxury not. tax Get is the answer. The yep. Let that's, your that's teams that want to pay, hey. Get rid of the salary cap. Yeah. Keep, keep the floor. Get rid of the ceiling. All yes. right. Keep is that all of our Twitter yeah. questions? Yeah, we got a couple from the chat if you want. All right, let's rifle through down. some yes. chat ones. Uh, Windy City Hockey. How long is Connor Murphy a Blackhawk? How long is his contract? I think it depends on how well the young players uh, do next year. Depends on his health. And his health health. is huge. Could be gone at the trade deadline, maybe. What, three years left after this one? Three years? I think three years total. Let's see. Connor Murphy. He signed a a four-year extension. This year and three more. So four years left. So this is the first year of the extension. Yes. All right. He might be here for a while. At four million. Very tradable deal. So we'll see. If some Hawks defensemen develop this year and are ready, they might look to move him, but I think he's going to be here for a while, which is not a bad thing. Health pending, he might be here when they're ready to compete again. Yeah, maybe. Because he's decent on the ice, not a bad guy to have in your in your lineup and also really good in the locker room so yeah it's if you're not looking to capitalize on trade value at any point there's no reason to get rid of them i don't think koopa scoop says what teams are we theoretically fighting in the reverse standings arizona uh, arizona, arizona seattle. primarily i think seattle, seattle, seattle might be, better. be a little bit better I think seattle will be better what i think the flyers are going to be hot garbage this year wow. uh, ottawa could collapse ottawa could collapse under their own expectations um, you know i i don't see a huge jump from the canadians either having carry price back if he's back will be helpful but mm-hmm. um you know i think the jets could be a, a disaster this year yeah there's a lot of guys there that don't want to be there um a lot of guys so, looking to leave yeah yep there's 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 definitely some competition but the main threat to counter bedard arizona is that Shoebox Stadium having Coyotes. We're going to be chatting with our buddies over at Those PHNX are the Live. Alex Stalock games, Luke Richardson. Yes, mm-hmm. got to lose all four Whatever. of those games against the Coyotes. <laughs> yes. All right, last one from McLovin. Which team, uh, I'm sorry, which rebuilding team over the last four years is going to surprise people this year? Buffalo, L.A., New Jersey, Arizona, Anaheim, or Detroit? Uh, I don't know if Detroit would be a surprise. I don't know if um, L.A. would be a surprise. Because I think everyone no. sees them upwards. LA was a, they were a playoff team last yeah. year. Yeah. Of that list, I'm going to say we already said Anaheim. Uh, I'm going to say that, and I think um, I think the Devils might actually start being decent. Part of the reason they weren't very good last year is because they had a lot of injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, and they added some nice young defensemen. They got Jack Hughes healthy. 
Um, yeah. I think they could take a jump forward. Buffalo, I'd watch out for Buffalo too. This could be the year they might actually be might actually might actually be come around decent. Yeah, I know you're not a big believer of the Red Wings, but I think I think they've done enough to uh, get out of their rebuilding phase. I think they're ready to uh, to take the step into being like, hey, we're a good team again. If they were back in the Western Conference, I'd say they were a playoff sure. team. Sure, yeah. But they're man, they got. They got a tough road, yeah, but I think I, I think they have enough talent to be a, a, a competitive team. Uh, who are some of the names added by the Devils? I know Palat came in. Uh, th- they signed Th- Thomas Tatar was a free agent signing, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Hollow was it? Was Hollow there last year? Uh, Eric Hollow. Don't know. He's played uh, for a John lot of Marino. Hala. Marino was a defenseman came in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they've added some decent names, and hopefully they get a fully healthy uh, Dougie Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Um, and that will help the Devils too. But yeah, I, I think got, there's some. There are Hughes, some teams playing for a jump. They got some talent there. Yeah. yeah, they could be. They could be one of those fringe wild card contending teams if yeah. if everything goes right. All right, we're late. Tell us yes. about Foco, and we'll go home. All right, if you are a big Chicago sports fan, and of course you are, because you wouldn't be here if you weren't. Uh, you need to go check out our friends over at Foco because CHGO has teamed up with them to secure your access to the best collectibles and gear around, whether it's the Blackhawks, Bears, Cubs, Sox, Bulls. Foco will have something for you, your kid, a friend, a loved ones, your mailman, whoever you want to get a gift for. Foco is your hookup. Looking for some new gear, collectibles, or accessories? Foco has officially licensed gear for men, women, and kids with everything from bobbleheads to swimsuits to Crocs. You can get it all. Over there, uh, they have the best Chicago merchandise for your favorite team. That's Foco, F-O-C-O dot com. And if you're watching on YouTube, after you smash that like button, bless you, make sure you. you can click on the link right there in the description for Foco, F-O-C-O dot com. And even better perk to get you over there, use the promo code CHGO at checkout. You will save 10% off all non-sale items. Check them out. Foco, it's good. Get yourself a Speedo. Do it. Summer's almost over. Surprise your loved ones with a Speedo. <laughs> really Embarrass your children. Them. Jump out of the closet wearing a Speedo. <laughs> All right. That's going to do it for today's show. Thanks to Lawrence for running things as always. It's always a challenge on Mailbag Monday with all the graphics and Keeping whatnot. Keeping us on track. That's yes. Fine. And not letting this become Derailing a show of us talking about TV talk. shows. The yeah. dad side of Lawrence came out tonight big time. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I appreciate that. And, uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Remember... As we said, smash that like button on the YouTube page. Make sure you're subscribed wherever you get your podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, whatever. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and turn on those notifications so you know when episodes go live. And those five-star Apple Podcast reviews are like gold to podcasters. So if you got 30 seconds, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We would greatly appreciate it. We'll be back with Top Shelf Tuesday tomorrow. The topic, shrug emoji. We don't know yet. These TV things shows. come to us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. TV shows. So we'll be back. Thanks to, uh, again, Lawrence. For Greg and Mario, I'm Jay. We'll talk to you Tuesday on the CHGO Blackhawks podcast.